0: Hello and welcome to Potter Nims, a Harry Potter podcast about Wizarding World words. My name is Al, and I'm a giant nerd. With me is my co-host and brother. Hi,
1: I'm Eric, and I'm not quite the Harry Potter geek or word nerd that Al is, so most of this will be new to me. Obviously, there will be spoilers.
0: Each week, I'll choose a Wizarding World word and tell you all about why it is so awesome and clever. So whether you're like me, and you know most of this already...
1: Or you're like me, and most of this is a surprise...
0: I hope you learn something that will add to your enjoyment of this phenomenal fantasy world. All right, let's talk about Remus Lupin.
1: Lupin! Okay, yeah. a
0: person! A person! A... Do you know which person?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he is a person! <laughs> um, In a
0: manner of speaking.
1: <laughs> well, yes, I think we've we've briefly brought up... L- remus before when talking about um uh werewolves
0: exactly Yes. yes check out our episode on werewolves for more background on the creatures themselves yeah today we're just going to be talking specifically about remus lupin
1: okay yeah well he has an interesting name he does and uh he was a he was a professor correct
0: he was yes okay just for one year, um, unfortunately, he was the Defense Against the Dark Arts professor in Harry's third year, so in the third book.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's dive in.
0: Okay. So, yeah, like we said, he was that Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher for one year. He was also one of Harry's dad's best friends. He was in that group of marauders. Right. Yes. And perhaps most notably, he is a werewolf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Well, his full name is Remus John Lupin.
1: <laughs> Again, with the, the interesting names with the totally standard name thrown in there.
0: Right. Got to mix it up. Got to mix it up. Love it. <laughs> Can't be all
1: unusual. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep. So Remus, have you heard this name before?
1: I don't think I've ever heard this name before, but is it a, hmm. is it a known used name?
0: Uh, I wouldn't say it's used today particularly, but it is a very well-known name, especially in mythology. Uh-oh, okay. Yes, well, a lot uh, of these have mythological connections, right? Yes, they do, <laughs> and,
1: and I don't know a lot of mythology, so this is good. Mm. Okay, cool.
0: Well, um, Remus uh, was one of twin sons of Mars, who was the, god of, the Roman god of war, who were the founders of Rome,
1: the okay. city of Rome. Remus Rome. Well, yeah.
0: his the connection comes from his brother, his twin brother,
1: mm. who was named Romulus.
0: You got it. Yes. you didn't know this. Nah. <laughs> See.
1: I just need those brain cells to reconnect from like right? 20 yep. years ago when I was in school. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Romulus and Remus famously were the, the founders of Rome. Um and it was Rome comes from Romulus. Mm-hmm the the notable fact that connects them to remus lupin is that they were actually raised by a she-wolf.
1: Yes. Okay. Mhm. Mhm.
0: So they were raised by wolves. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm remembering now seeing some like imagery of of this that's uh... Yeah,
0: there is a quite a famous statue of kind of a wolf with um her Pete's out, her nipples yeah. out, and they there's two little babies kind of suckling on them. Yep. <laughs> riding underneath her. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Exactly. Cool yeah. connection.
0: <laughs> yeah. And actually, um, in another way, Rowling uses this connection again later in the last book. Um, there's like an underground rebel radio program called Potter Watch. And everybody uses code names on there because they don't want to be identified um when remus lupin goes on as a guest his code name is romulus
1: okay <laughs> yep <laughs> nice yeah yeah not the not the like most uh, encrypted code name really.
0: <laughs> no, not if you uh, I might do an episode on those cuz that would be really interesting cuz they all start with r and they're all appropriate for huh. their person oh, in cool. the same way. Yeah. Um the the actual name Remus, um it was kind of tricky to find etymology on that, mm. but it's probably from the Latin gemos or himos, um j e m o s which means twin. Okay. So that makes sense. And I yep. thought that maybe they threw an R on there so it go, went better with Romulus. Right. They sounded good together. We need the alliteration of, there. Exactly. Instead yeah. of Gemos and Romulus, it's Remus and Romulus. Yeah.
1: Huh. <laughs>
0: so Lupin is not a twin in the stories. He doesn't have a twin sibling. But he kind of has two aspects of himself, the mm-hmm. man and the wolf. Mm-hmm. So in that way, he's he's kind of two people living in the same body or you know like a twin is or identical twins anyway or two uh two people from the same egg you know
1: yeah yeah Yeah. now but he wasn't born a werewolf
0: he was not so he was kind
1: of destined to become one by having this name given to him
0: right it's kind of funny yeah (laughs) he is perhaps has the most uh you know on the nose name uh Uh in this whole series and uh and yet, this wasn't something that he was born with. So, what were his parents thinking, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, No, but speaking of on the nose names, let's go for Lupin. Okay. His last name. Uh huh. <laughs> um, it comes from the Latin lupus or lupinus. Lupus means wolf. Lupinus means wolfish or of a wolf. Uh And this is where the English word lupine comes from, which means relating to wolves or a characteristic of
1: wolves. Okay.
0: So literally his last name means wolf in Latin (laughs) or wolfish.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, then maybe it was just a coincidence that his... Parents, you know, his family name was relating Mm. to wolves. So his parents thought we're being clever by naming him a first name that's also related to wolves. Yeah. And then it just so happens he became a werewolf.
0: All right. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And there's one other lupin connection here. Um, You've heard of the flower lupin?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Yes. Yeah. So these are, you know... Tall, kind of spiky, very colorful, pretty flowers, I think. But they uh, were thought to damage the soil or kind of ravage the soil that they're in with a a, quote-unquote wolfish in their need to consume. So that's where the name of them came from, lupins.
1: Oh, it's not because they looked like a wolf tail or something like that. It's because they...
0: I could make that case maybe, but it's Hmm. actually from their supposed ravaging of the soil or taking over. You know, Mm -hmm. you often, you don't see just one lupin. You see like a whole patch of slew of them, right? Right,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And they take up all, all the space and nutrients so other things can't grow.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which, in other countries, like Portugal specifically, um, they used this as a positive. So, they used it to, they planted lupins in areas where they wanted to get rid of the weeds. Mm-hmm. So, the lupins would just choke out all the weeds. So, you know, they kind of used what was seen as this curse to, to fight evil,
1: to, to fight the evil weeds. Um, mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, in that way, it's all in how you look at it, Right.
1: Right. Well, is there ever a point where lupin in werewolf form does good? I'm, I'm like picturing like, well, just with that example that you said that, mm-hmm. you know, this country plants planted lupins to get rid of the weeds. Mm-hmm. Use the, the quote unquote negative characteristic of the plant to to uh, clear out the other negative plants. Mm mm-hmm. I don't know if he's alive by then or not, but at the end of the series, the mm-hmm. big battle at the end, I'm picturing him getting into like werewolf form and like taking out a whole bunch of like <laughs> deaf ears or something. <laughs>
0: That would have been very cinematic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He does make it to the final battle, but I don't believe he's
1: transformed during it. Okay, Missed opportunity rolling.
0: Right? Yeah. (laughs) Although I was just thinking you could use it in that during the, the final book, he goes undercover with the... The werewolf pack, um, Fenrir Greyback's werewolf pack, that's loyal to Voldemort, Hmm. um, to kind as a spy, you know, to try and get information on their movements and stuff. Hmm. So in that way, he's kind of he's the Lupin, kind of rooting out the other werewolves in a way.
1: Not quite as cinematic, but
0: (laughs) no, not quite as cinematic. (laughs) (laughs) So John, his most normal name, um, comes from the Hebrew Yochanan maybe, or the Greek. Johannes, um, it's in many languages, there's variations of John. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically boils down to meaning God is gracious.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, you know, maybe not particularly appropriate for Lupin, but um, I was thinking maybe, you know, Rowling was so specific and wolf-like with, with his other two names that she wanted something very, quote-unquote, normal, as his middle name showing that he's still a, a normal man, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in there somewhere in the middle.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Or she just had so much fun naming Dumbledore and throwing a <laughs> Brian in there that she thought, I'm going to do that for this character too.
0: Right? <laughs> that could be. That could be. Shout out to
1: the Dumbledore episode if you haven't right? listened yeah. to that one.
0: <laughs> Learn all about Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. <laughs> mm.
1: Wolfric Brian. Mm. 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 See, we're going to tie yeah. it in when we plug other episodes.
0: Right? <laughs> it all fits.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like like it was just kind of thrown in there for either normalizing the name or for slight comedic effect
0: yeah one of one of
1: those yeah
0: we talked about it a little bit in the werewolf episode but um being a werewolf uh, you know lupin was was bitten at age four So he's basically been a werewolf as long as he can remember, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he was bitten, actually, by Fenrir Greyback, the other notable werewolf in the series, and the one whose pack he infiltrates uh, as a spy. And we'll talk about Fenrir in another episode, because his name is also very cool. His name sounds
1: pretty cool. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But so Lupin's entire life has been so affected by this, you know, he, he's not able to get work. Um, if he didn't have Dumbledore in his corner, he would never have been able to even go to Hogwarts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, cause Dumbledore knew about this and made it possible for him to transform, um, safely, mm-hmm. um, so that he could be around other kids.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and you know, but he's, it's made him very solitary and not wanting to be around a lot of people or get close to people uh, for fear that he might hurt them. Right. And you know it made him resist. You know, in the um, the sixth book, you know he starts to get together with Nymphadora Tonks, but he resists that so much because he doesn't want to, you know, tie her to his his life, his existence, um, mm. and he doesn't want to hurt her. Right. And then, you know, after he finally gives in and, and they get married and then she gets pregnant. And he, again, he's like, oh, oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. What's going to happen? What if this baby yeah. also has lycanthropy? Like what? I yeah, can't. What a
1: weight to have on you your entire life.
0: Exactly. Yeah. He, yeah. he basically suffered his entire life and um a very sympathetic person and somehow he managed to despite having these trials his entire life he managed to to be actually a very warm caring competent and intelligent person Mm -hmm. he just had a few hang-ups and and self-esteem issues right Um, (laughs) yep yeah but he's one of my faves. And I think he was definitely the best uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't talked about all of the other ones yet, but
0: right. <laughs> I'm sure we
1: will eventually. and We will. <laughs> and boy, some of them were pretty rough.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were. Yeah, so that's uh, Remus Lupin.
1: Cool. Yeah, well, uh, definitely seems like obviously Rowling created his name knowing that he was going to be a werewolf character. Um, but you know, if you don't think of it that way, yeah, he definitely had those wolf connections in his family, Mm -hmm. was destined to become a werewolf (laughs) and, um, has a very cool sounding name, very fitting name. Yeah. I like John being kind of put in there, you know, John is my technical first name and I don't like that name personally. No (laughs) offense to Johns out there. (laughs) I don't go by it, but uh, in this case, I kind of like John being Mm. in there.
0: Oh, Oh, good. Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm excited to learn about the rest of the Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers Ooh, yeah. and other people and creatures and things and places and spells and all that stuff. So uh, mm-hmm. if you want to learn more about those things as well, join us and uh, subscribe to the Potter Nims podcast. Check us out online on Facebook, um, on Instagram at Potter Nims, and be sure to, uh, you know, rate and uh, share with any of your friends that are into Harry Potter as well.
0: And you can now find us on YouTube. We are animated. Mm. Yes. <laughs> and yes. if you want to you know, get a, a little more bonus content, some fun bloopers and extra details that didn't make the cut, you can uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash PotterNims.
1: Well, until next episode, I'm Eric. And I'm Al. And this has been PotterNims.